we are playing Vampire the Masquerade. VTM only half romanticizes vampires, and a large portion of the game is about exploring just how much of a monster you're willing to become. Since this game deals with heavier issues than most games we tend to play on this podcast, I am issuing a content warning for the following subjects on basically every episode. Blood. Violence. Body horror. Abuse of all forms. Issues of consent. And torture. If you feel uncomfortable to listening to any of these subjects, please tread lightly, and we will not blame you if you skip this campaign. Thank you. It is October 8th, 2016, 6.19pm, and the sun sets in Chicago. The city hasn't quite stopped yet. True, people in office jobs are eating dinner with their families, and bars are only just getting busy, but plenty of people are still up and out. Many shops still open, everyone's still awake from the hustle and bustle of the daylight hours, but soon the city will reach a moment of relative quiet. Lights flicker on slowly, illuminating the reflection in Lake Michigan, a wondrous sight to anyone out there on a boat. It's also when you wake up. Your heart doesn't beat, your lungs don't inhale air, and the liquids in your body don't stir. Because you're fucking dead. You've been dead for a while. Dead, but not out. Something keeps you moving. Something terrible. This thing inside you like a beast demanding that you get up and that you eat, that you feed. That beast has made you a monster, and all of you have decided what that means since your death. One of you embraced it wholeheartedly, becoming as wretched and vile on the inside as you are on the out. One of you's tried to ignore it attempting to be as close to the thing you were in life as you are in death. One of you has reached a somewhat of a compromise between the two extremes. That doesn't change what you are. You're a monster. You're a hunter of people. You're a boogeyman, a thing that goes bump in the night. You're a vampire. And now I need rouse checks from everybody because you're waking up. So you need to see if you get hungry. Wake me up. Wake me up inside. No, wake me up outside. Before you go, go. I can't believe you said boogeyman. I, I'm clicking the button that says rouse. Uh, you failed, so you get hungrier. Why did that pop open? Okay, hold on. I got one success. Oh, oh, it says, oh, it says successes. Dice, okay, yeah, then you succeed. Core fails, so he gets hungrier. Can I click any of these dice under uh, oh, did I forget to rouse roll, rouse roll? Yeah, hold on, I'm about to disable oh, that Oh, no, no, for there's you. one at the bottom. Huh. Okay. Yeah, all the way down at the bottom, there's a button that just says rouse. Well, you, you clicked twice, but I will take your first success, which is a, a hell of a success. You rolled a, you rolled a 10, so. Wow. That doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything, but you don't get hungrier. All right, so explain. So I just put another point into hunger or what? Yes, you put another point into hunger. And mechanically, what that means is every time you roll a dice, you have to roll a hunger dice along with it, equal to your hunger rating. This just straight up replaces the dice as opposed to uh, as opposed to adding to it, which is what I said in session zero. That was wrong. Okay, so I started at one hunger because you're never at zero hunger unless you've just fed completely. Yeah, you have to kill someone. All right, so I am at two hunger. 
Yes, you are. Two hunger. So who am I gonna start with? Actually, you know what? The person who just got hungrier is a good person to start with. Core. I believe when we were talking about where in Chicago you would be, we decided like a poorer part of the city. And there's a couple of good places to choose from. Most of it is in the southern part of Chicago. So uh, we can say like New City. I think the sources that I have on the inside say that New City is a kind of a shithole. And if I'm wrong, well then, uh, sorry, I don't know Chicago. Sorry, New City. Sorry, New City. Just like in general. Yep. So you wake up and explain like one what you look like because you're Nosferatu and so you look a little fucked up and two, like what your house looks like because you live in a shit heap. <laughs> okay. So poor Satriano just kind of does that vampire thing where he's just like arms, well not, maybe not full arms, but he's just laying in state and then, you know, eyes suddenly open. He gets up, stretches a little bit. I don't know, vampires yawn. No, they don't need to. They don't. They don't breathe. Hmm. Do vampires piss? No. Well, then where does all the liquid go? It turns into makes you go juice. But like the liquid has to go somewhere, unless I'm just in, slowly inflating like a balloon. <laughs> no, it goes into your bloodstream. Yeah. It becomes the magic smoke. Yeah, the blood that is in your veins is was previously blood that you ingested. Alright, and that just, like, slowly leaks out or something? Yeah, it basically sublimates, well, I guess evaporates because it's a liquid, into, like, ether that powers your existence. So I'm a car. Yes! Yes. I am a car that runs on blood. (laughs) Yes. Less explosions and more just, like, slow, gentle absorption, but... Yeah, it's it's a very car-like existence. Wait, Ours. hold on, hold on. Vampire. <laughs> anyway, please no. continue. Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> That's Fuck it. Off. There we go. That's Incredible the campaign. Good night, star. everybody. That was a greatest. That was a great campaign. Uh, no. All right. So. Woo. <laughs> anyway, uh, please continue to explain your wretched existence. So, Core wakes... Well, I don't... Core enters a state that could be called... would be analogous to awake. Does some stretching because, you know, rigor mortis gotta limber up the dead joints. Mm-hmm. And then I imagine there is... one of his ghouls comes and greets him first thing after he's Numbered up, just like one of them patiently Morning, waiting. Uh, evening. I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm not used to it's, that. It's relative. Yeah, I guess it is. Uh, what is to report? Do we have any jobs today? Uh, he rummages through his pockets and he pulls out a th- thing. He says, uh, somebody came up to the house earlier, knocked on the door and slipped this on. Un- underneath it. I'm guessing it was a ghoul because it was during the daylight hours, but uh, he, he hands it to you, and it it just says your name. He has 100% not opened it because he knows better. Uh, I'm sealed. Letter is wonderful. Alright. 
And Cor opens it up and sees. And sees in written in very immaculate handwriting, like somebody has been practicing their cursive for hundreds of years. Your presence is required at Elysium. Hmm. Well, if we had plans, they're gone now. Aw. Hey, uh, hey, Tom's still sleeping if you're hungry. Uh, no, I'd better not. This is top priority. Bring the car around. You got it, boss. And then he runs off, and then he comes back. He's like, I forgot the keys, and then he runs back off. Hmm. Your new ghoul is a little eager. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, he does eventually bring the car around. And oh, uh, I forgot to describe Core. Yeah, yeah, please. Core wears a very nice, uh, God, I want to say pinstripe suit. Just, I don't know how much I want to play the old mob enforcer anger, but no, it's probably just a very nice, just a nice business suit. He doesn't want to, you know, well, actually, he doesn't give a shit if he draws attention because nobody's supposed to see him anyway. <laughs> so it's a nice pinstripe suit. He is completely bald. Any hair he had in life has just withered away. He has the pointed ears of an Osferatu. Sharp, jagged teeth, like you would expect. A little pointier than more normal vampires. I think that's a thing Nosferatu have. They have larger teeth. Is yeah, right? yeah. They can. It does, doesn't have to be true. Eh. His skin is very pale. His features kind of look like you took Photoshop. Like a, a Photoshop of an already not great looking dude. And just like rotated his face about 10 degrees right. And then the right side of his face uh, is kind of just torn up by three long claws going up, one very barely missing the right eye, and just leaving pale, ragged scars through his face, and that is core. Which is fucked up, because you should be able to regenerate those, but something's keeping you from completely healing that. Werewolf shit, man. Yeah, werewolf shit. So yeah, eventually the car is brought around, it's not a great-looking car, but if you have a great-looking car in this neighborhood, it is 100% going to either get stolen for parts or broken into. Yeah, the windows, of course, are completely dark. Oh, yeah, there's, very, like, very heavily tinted. there's like... There's, like, illegal levels of tint going on there. Fucking stop me, pigs. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he picks you up, and you get in the back seat, and he starts driving towards the loop, which is where we will leave you off, and we will go to Salem. Salem Jones, you just woke up. Yeah, I'm awake. Yeah, and you're not even hungry. Well, you're that constant low-level hungry because you haven't killed anybody by eating recently, but you're not... You're not much hungrier than normal. Yeah, you know, try not to kill anybody. Yeah, so why don't you go ahead and uh, explain what you're doing and what you like and, like, where you are? You, you don't have to give me, like, a specific part in the city. You can just be like, a nice place, a bad place, a eh, eh place. 
Salem's got like a decent little apartment somewhere, you know, not too nice, not too bad. Somewhere people aren't going to really expect to look for them. Salem looks to be about actually 40, but they look about 28. Yeah. They got like a whole undercut thing going on. Can vampires dye their hair? Yeah. Okay. That's a thing that makes sense, I guess. Why wouldn't they be able to? I don't know. Maybe it would undye itself. <laughs> nope, it's fine. I mean, okay, because, like, to dye your hair, you've got to... Anyway. I mean, the hair is already dead. I don't see... <laughs> <laughs> you, you make a fair point. Do vampires grow hair? No. Their hair is dyed pink. Sometimes it's different colors, but it's pink right now. They got a couple of piercings, like a nose piercing... It's really hard to get to keep those things in, by the way. Because, like, if you leave them out for a night, they kind of just pop back. They kind of just, uh, there's no hole anymore hmm. when you wake up. And when you, you take them out for a day, I should say. They kind of no hole when you wake up again. Well, I mean, your skin doesn't heal unless you want it to. Is that actually a thing? Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't have to, like, if, if you don't want that skin to regenerate, then it doesn't regenerate. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So Salem... Salem has one love in life, and that's making music. So Salem fucking pops out of bed and immediately decides to just pick up where they left off. You know, last morning, I guess. And just start fucking... Just fucking around. You know, Salem just released a new, uh, you know, and just put a new fucking song on the internet another a couple days ago. Just a, just a teaser, you know. Salem doesn't really tour. Can't really leave yeah. Chicago very easily. Yeah. It's hard for vampires to leave the city that they're in. Like, it's possible, but, like, you've got to pull some shenanigans. Look, being a touring artist is a pain in the ass when you can't play during the day. <laughs> but Salem makes two. Okay. So, you spend a little bit of time working on your your next bit of music, and then there's a knock at the door. Oh shit! All right. Yeah, just answer it. There you see someone who you don't really immediately recognize, but they they look mortal, and uh, they say Salem Jones. Yeah. And they hand you a piece of paper with your name on it. Oh, okay. It's just a letter. Okay. All right. Do I owe you, like, a tip or something? Uh... Nah, I'm good. All right, man. Take care. Uh, he shrugs and he walks off. And then when you open the letter, it says your presence is required in Elysium this night. Oh, cool. Well, so much for my plans. Oh, man. I wonder if he'll be there. He always misses these things. All right. And then I'm guessing you also have a car with some pretty illegal shades of tint going on. Oh, of course. Yeah. So you start driving for the loop. I can drive myself. Thank you very much. Usually. Usually. And this brings us to Jonathan. So, Jonathan, 
you wake up, you're not any hungrier than that, you know, constant low-level fucking... You haven't killed anybody uh, levels of hunger. Yeah, yeah. I ate last night. Yep. And uh, speaking of eating last night, Anna is awake and she is making herself some dinner and you some breakfast. It is technically the same meal, but, you know, you just woke up, so it's breakfast for you. Yeah. And uh, she's... <laughs> what uh, What time is it, by the way? 6.19 p.m. All right. I looked up what time sundown was that that particular day. Yeah. But yeah, uh, she goes, oh, hey, you're awake. Yeah. Um, evening. How's, uh, how's your day? Um, it's a good day. So, you know, it's going pretty well so far. Uh, there was a thing that was slid under the door for you, though, so I'm guessing it's not going to be a great day for you. Uh... Yeah, no, nothing good ever follows that sort of thing. Nope. Uh, like usual, I have not read it. I, I know the prince kind of is on you for breaching the masquerade enough as it is. I figured the less I know, the better. Oh... Whatever. What he doesn't know can't hurt him. Or us. Uh, uh, I don't know. He might be pretty angry. E either way, you should probably read it. Look, look. Shower first. Then meal. Then brush teeth. Then business. <laughs> okay. All right. So you do all your normal quote unquote morning routines like a normal person do. I'm tempted to yeah. give you... I'm tempted to let you start with eight humanity for how much you attempt to be human. By the way, I was considering that. I, uh... I have eight humanity. Oh, you have eight humanity. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I get... I get one extra from my feeding type, and do you uh, start with seven? You start with seven, yeah. Yeah, so you get one extra from your feeding type, from consensualist feeding. Okay. Well, and then in that case, never mind. So you do all that, and then you finally pick up the piece of paper with your name on it. And on it, it says, your presence is demanded at Elysium. Uh, why the strong language? It's not like I would have said no if you had just been fine about it. All no, right. I'm pretty sure they would have... They, mm. You know how they are with you. Yeah. There are a lot of ways with me that I wish they weren't. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, alright. Let me go get my shoes. You take your sweet-ass time getting ready. Look, I'm not <laughs> like... I'm not trying to be an asshole about it. It's just, this is a thing that I have to do that I'm unexcited about, so I'm dragging my feet a little bit. Alright. And then, you get in your car, I'm pretty sure with illegal shades of tint. I, I tell Anna that I'm fond of her on the way out the door. Uh, she tells her, she tells you she's fond of you right back. And then, 
you head to the loop where you go to the meeting place, which is AKA Elysium, AKA the Auditorium Theater. This is a real place in Chicago that I looked up. It's really old and it looks really fancy. So like the outside has these nice little arches that can be lit up and they they are currently not lit up because, uh, well, actually they would be lit up right now because um, it still is fairly late or early in the evening. They are lit up and it's got this nice orange glow to it. And when you go inside the theater itself, it is massive. It's got like these this nice yellowish golden tint to it. There's hundreds upon hundreds of seats. It looks like a really nice theater. And in fact, I had to, I once again, did my research. This is apparently one of the nicer auditory, like one of the nicer theaters in Chicago. And um, as you all get there one by one, you see a circle of your own kindred there. And in particular, you see one person who's most got hair mostly shaved down to nubs and dressed in like the most fucking edgy ass like it's like the the way ape described it uh fits it best it is like the black version of those halloween spider webs that you can buy but like formed into a dress and they are arguing with a woman who seems to be missing a nose uh has like really sunken eyes and like her teeth are just sort of jagged and they're they're just like well she's arguing rather passionately and the uh and the other person is just sort of like you know really really just calmly and almost lazily talking you see another guy who's like standing right next to them just sort of observing rather boredly he's bald and he's got like handlebar mustache and like a bit of a goatee he appears to be in like his probably mid 50s or early 60s and they're they're all just standing there just talking as you all walk in one by one is there um is there a specific way that you prefer to primogens no not really not as far as i am aware but uh you would probably call them by their proper title like primogen montanero or primogen malcavia prime malcavia prime is very insistent that you say the full thing Ah, I see. Not 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 Primogen Malcavia Prime. You can still call them Malcavia Prime, but they are really insistent on being called Malcavia Prime, not just Malcavia or Prime. Understood. <sighs> Alright, well, if they're not hailing me, then I'm not going to get in the middle of an argument between three Primogens, so I'm going to just go inside and expect to get picked up at some point. Yeah, you can have a seat. The guy with the handlebar mustache, uh, Primogen Montanero, says, Oh, yes. Hello, Jonathan. We will be with you momentarily. As soon as the rest of your coterie arrives, we will tell you what you are here to do. Uh, certainly. Is there anywhere in particular you want me? He just gestures towards one of the many empty seats. There is no show tonight. I shrug and go sit down. All right, who wants to be the next to arrive? Actually, I would like to roll stealth, stealth to have been here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you want to, if you want to, uh, you can 
try to rouse your no no stealth stealth would actually work because you don't you don't have to roll for to potentially get even hungrier so yeah go ahead and roll me stealth so um what the way this works is i give you two things to roll and then you roll those com- in combination those to- the total amount of dots so i would say dexterity and stealth so okay so <laughs> you rolled you rolled two successes. And, no, you, te- you actually rolled three successes because successes on hunger dice actually do matter. And if you get criticals on your hunger dice, bad things can happen. But yeah, you've been there the whole time. All right, so I just want to go sit down behind Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan, if you want to try and see Core, uh, I would like you to roll me. I don't. Oh, okay. All right, never mind then. <laughs> So yeah, you look, <laughs> look. I've walked into this building expecting some bullshit. <laughs> it's it's gonna happen. I'll just deal with it when it happens. All right. I wait, wait. Core waits a beat to see if they, see if Jonathan notices him, and you know when nothing happens, just gets right up in your ear. Still among the living, eh, Jonathan? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I don't think I would be here if I was. Also, hi, I, your face is really hard to forget, but we never actually exchanged names because you were only in my house for a couple of seconds, as far as I'm aware. Yes, as far as you're... Good to see you, too. Uh, okay. I'm sorry, it's just... It's it's always funny. <laughs> I, I'm sure. When you say that, Malkavia Prime rolls her eyes and mutters something, and Fishface goes, "Excuse me, what was that?" And Vitnera goes, "Please, can we all behave like adults for one night?" Hmm. And it's at this point, finally, Salem walks in. Yeah, you know, I'm not in a rush. Actually, no, hold on. But, um, seconds before, okay. like you're driving up to the uh, the entrance, and Malkavia Prime stops whatever it is they're doing and says, "One of my prog- progeny is on their way," and then you walk in. Well, aren't you cool? <laughs> that was well, out yes. of character. Extremely cool. <laughs> uh, I walk in the door. Yep. Like a normal ass person. <laughs> and Fishface goes, Finally, they're all here. We can get on with it. Yes, yes, of course. Oh, don't tell me I'm the last person here. It's fashionably late, as always. Uh, and then Virginero, Virginio, excuse me, uh, motions for you to join you on to join the Virgin Neo and the Chad Morpheus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he he motions for you to join them on the stage. Yeah, right. Yeah. Sure. Stands up and just confidently strides to the stage. And uh, Virginia goes, Tonight your task is going to be a bit different from your normal tasks. It has come to our attention that Thin Bloods have breached the masquerade one too many times. Prince Pilzer has declared a blood hunt on them. And... Normally, 
we would send only one person to go after them, but someone has requested your assistance. And at this point, Kor, uh, you hear a whisper from behind you, that's me. Ah, <laughs> uh, hey boss. <laughs> and behind <sighs> you, you see a Nosferatu who, he has long black hair. He's got teeth for days. It looks like he's sharp, like even, like even the ones that didn't already turn into fucking like incisors, he looks like he filed down to become sharper. Uh, he's got the pointed ears and the most notable feature of him, however, aside from all of this, is that one of his eyes is just like big and bulging and like his eyelid doesn't quite close all the way around it when he blinks. And you have come face to face with Sheriff Stank Eye. See, it is funny. It always is. <laughs> uh, so, here's the thing. It's three thin bloods. They've broken Masquerade. I went down there two months ago to warn them about breaking Masquerade. They said they wouldn't do it again. They obviously did not listen. Now, normally, three thin bloods wouldn't be a problem, but they've also holed themselves up in some sort of drug house to do their weird, fucked up alchemy shit. And as a result, they have a lot of followers. And we're supposed to kill them all. All of the followers? All the followers, all the thin bloods. Scorched earth policy. We can respect that. So, as a result, I don't want any of them getting away. So, I figured. I need some help this time. So what? You ask a DJ and a cook to come help? Eh, there's more to you guys than UCI. Besides, I like having extra abilities around with this sort of thing. That's why I even bother bringing a Malk with me. Yeah, okay. Makes sense to me. And of course, me and Kor go way back. I know what he's capable of. <laughs> And this one, he points at Jonathan, that blood magic will, cut, will probably come in real handy at some point. I just kind of shrug. Yeah, yeah, I know. You probably had plans for tonight. Whatever. Grow up. Learn to accept that you're going to be part of this. Yes, sir. I apologize if I seem less than appropriately enthusiastic. All right, they're holed up in some shithouse in Englewood. I say the sooner we get done with this, the sooner we all can go do what we actually want to do. Well, you guys anyway, I'm perfectly happy doing this. Oh, do we have a plan of attack or... We can discuss that when we get there. I don't really have any good ways of showing you exactly what's going on. After all, hard to walk around when you look like this. And he just sort of gestures at himself, including the eye. They're both really intense about this, aren't they? You look perfectly fine to me, boss. Oh, that's adorable coming from a cutie like you. And he sort of just like pinches your cheek a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I turn all the way around. <laughs> anyway, we should take my car. And uh, he starts heading out. And then once you guys are out there, um, you see somebody come up in a car and he's driving up and he just sort of looks like a normal dude and he's just like smoking a cigarette and he's like 
uh, he's got like a DS sitting on like the passenger side seat, and he go he goes, "Are these the guys?" Yeah, yeah, they are, Dwight. Uh, after you all get in, uh, Stink Guy gets in the back, and then like on the way there, he just goes, <laughs> "Hey, hey, Core, hey, Core, I want to hear something funny." Always. Okay, so. I was I was hunting earlier tonight, right? Because I woke up a little hungry. Yeah, and saw, yeah. And I saw this guy. He was in a wheelchair. And my first thought, my first thought, Meals on Wheels. <laughs> I don't say anything. I just <laughs> stare at the ceiling. <laughs> Salem just turns to Jonathan and says, Johnny, how you been? It feels like it's been forever since I've seen you. Uh, well, it definitely hasn't been forever. And I've been fine. I've been fine. Just come out to one of my shows again. That was a nice night. You know, I... You know what? Sure. Just... You know where I live. Come harass me about it, I guess. Is that an invitation? It's... Look, you're, I know you're going to do it anyways. This is just me vocalizing that I'll be ready for it when you do. Fantastic. It's a date. What a good night this is already. <laughs> So did you end up feeding that on that guy, or did you go for somebody else? I went for somebody else. I like to do the sneaky thing, right? Yeah. It's classic, and I feel, you know, I, I, it's like a game. If I can get in and out of there without them even noticing, I give myself a little gold star. Me? It doesn't taste right unless they're screaming right beforehand. I can respect that. I just, I like... I like the thrill of not being caught. Respectable, respectable. That's how I usually handle most things. I just hmm. keep the skills sharp. It's something about inflicting terror into them right before I, you know, bite down. It's pretty nice. I, I can understand, but I, I just I like quick and quiet. What about you, what Salem? What do you? How do you do? Do what? Sorry, wasn't paying attention. Feed. What's uh, your flavor? Well, you know, I just like to do what, what comes easiest. You know, there's a lot of people at my show. They want to come backstage, and I don't, I don't like make a big thing of it. Just now, your meals come to you. It's a little boring, but I can respect that. A good grift. Look, it's more of a, more of a happy coincidence. No, I get it. You got a good thing going on and you don't want to break it up. Yeah. What about you, John boy? <sighs> You've been in my house. You know what my deal is. Oh, We're just no, making I, small talk. I was only in there for a few seconds. I don't really. I doubt anyone in this car actually believes that. I'd like to learn more about you, John Boy. Oh, I thought we were friends. Uh, 
our the entirety of our interaction so far have been you coming up behind me and scaring me out of my skin. So, not to be rude, but no, I wouldn't use that that word. <laughs> I think if you were a friend. I can't stop you. Besides, we're all ostensibly one big fucked up family as it is. Oh, you didn't answer the question. Yeah, almost on purpose. Like, look, I got someone, all right? I got someone who helps me out. Hmm. No taste for it? Not interested in hurting people. Sounds boring. I forget how new you are. <laughs> well, relatively new. We're all three of us pretty new. I don't see why age should turn you into a sociopath. Give it time. Trust me, you'll find out eventually. If you're smart about it anyway. Oh, look, we're here. Convenient. <laughs> the DM says, moving the scene along. Yes, exactly. So, you arrive in a in front of a uh, apartment uh, building in Inglewood, and Inglewood, I have one hundred percent confirmed, is a real shithole. So. The front bottom windows are boarded up. The door is boarded up. A bunch of the windows are busted in. Uh, and, you know, some of them, like, it doesn't show in this picture, but a bunch of them are boarded up from the inside as well, as if maybe to keep the sunlight out or something. Hmm. And Stinkai goes, all right, so as far as I figure, there's 11 total bodies in there. Three thin blood. The rest are, uh, you know, various mortals. <sighs> Three thin buds and warm bodies shouldn't be too much of a problem. Yeah, it's just a lot, and I didn't want any of them getting away. So here's the deal. There's a couple of ways we can go in and cut them off from, from escape. I figure you guys choose where you want to go, and I'll just take whatever's left over. We can go in from the top, the back, and the front. So, to confirm... All of them have to die. Scorched Earth. They're masquerade preachers. I just kind of rub my hand over my face. <laughs> How about this? I go in from the top. We put one of these two in the front and back, respectively. I drive them towards the exits. They pick off anyone who comes towards them, and you hang around to pick off anyone who manages to get away, God forbid. Sounds like a plan. And uh, I actually have a character sheet for a stink guy. So he's going to get out of the car and rouse because he is activating Unseen Passage. Cloak of the Unseen, actually. Actually, wait, no. This, yeah, uh, actually, it would be Unseen Passage. I need to make sure that uh, I need to check if that is a rouse check or not for him. Excuse me while I look through the book. We're all very new to this game, and I have... I don't know the powers off the top of my head. 
That's fine. It gives me more seconds to make Anna's character shape because I finally figured out what I wanted to do with my last four dots of merits. Oh, are you getting yourself a, uh, a four dot helper? Uh, no, a, well, no, because I don't want her to be a deadly mortal. That seems like a good oh. way to get her in trouble. No, I'm going for a two dot average mortal with the two dot reliability. Mm, okay. And I need to stat her up and I need to figure out three points of advantages to assign to her. Unseen Passage is a rouse check, so he needs to rouse. And he does have a hunger dice because he did not kill his prey. So he's hungrier. But that's fine. He'll, that'll probably all go away by the end of the night for him. That's a surprising turn of events for someone like Stankai. <laughs> uh, yep, so no sound. He's also going to activate Silence of Death as well, so he is completely hidden and completely silent. The only way you're going to see him is if you use Sense the Unseen. Hmm. So, what do you all do? Before we get into plan making, I just realized that you can kind of stack advantages and create an infinitely large army. <laughs> Because so you you create an ally who's an average mortal, which mm -hmm. costs two dots, and then the average mortal gets advantages of up to three dots. So then you can create you can give them the advantage of having a gifted mortal as an ally. And that has ten dots of advantages. <laughs> and then you just oh keep stacking. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. I I know it's like no no DM with any sense in their head would allow it, but still, no, you, it's you. Every player has that, and it turns into a real time strategy game. <laughs> <laughs> Vampire the RTS. I can dig it. Anyways, ape, you were saying. All right. So, um, I guess following in the footsteps of my literal mentor here. Because I am also activating Silence of Death, which I don't have to do anything because that's free. Mm-hmm. And I am also activating Unseen Passage. I have to make a Rouse check. Yes. Well, add another Hunger. All right, so I don't have Unseen Passage yet. Okay, so I think th bad things start happening once uh, Hunger starts getting too high. Let me check that out. Page 205. Let's see. Oh, yeah. As you get hungry, your, your compulsions get more relevant, but uh, that doesn't happen unless messy criticals happen. But messy criticals happen more often when... Um, you're hungrier. When you're hungrier, so... Okay. And I'm just checking this. I think if I read the rules right, basically my blood potency should be one, right? Yes. Because I'm a pretty new vampire, relatively speaking. Yes. Okay. You only have more than one blood potency if you're playing in Ancelay. Yeah. Did I say that or, right? I think so. Or if you're like, if you spend a lot of experience points to bump it up. Oh shit, we forgot to spend experience. You forgot. I didn't. I Well, yeah, I did forget that. Shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
I gave myself an extra point in Intimidate, and I am statting Anna as an ally. Uh, let's see here. Uh, blood potency... Yeah, in order to get blood potency for you guys, you need to spend 20 experience points. Alright, where's my... 10 per dot times level? Yeah. Da, 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 da. So we had 15 increased yep. attribute. I was literally looking at this because I literally spent all my experience right before we started. Except for like three, I think I'm still holding on to. I just gave myself another dot in resources and another dot in... No, another dot in Haven and another dot in firearms. I need to see what specialties even do. Like what's <laughs> we'll example. figure this out yet. All right, well, I'm going to spend five to increase dexterity by one. Uh, what's oh, wait, your... No. Never mind, never mind. That'd be... That'd be slightly more than I have. Never mind. Yeah, what's your current dex score at? Three, so never Three, mind. Yeah, it, it, have, it would have to be 20. You would have to spend 20. Um... Let me think. Let me think... Skills I want to take in. No, the skills I'll be too much. Yeah, I'm just gonna sit on my 15 experience then. Okay, that's fine and fair. You can save it up and spend it on something else later. Okay. Anyway, so I failed my rouse check. So you get hungry. I get hungry, and let's. See. Uh, regardless of that, uh, I still have a. Let's see here. I have a three meter vertical leap, so I would like to scale the building. <laughs> I literally Six have a vertical leap. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, three meter vertical leap. Yes, I don't want to just all display. I should do. Three times the equal their potency vertically. Yep. So, yeah, I literally have a three meter vertical leap, a nine foot jump. I got mad ups. Yep. I'll say that you can just. If you can, like, scale the building just by, like, digging your claws into it and then doing another nine-foot leap. And I am using Silence of Death, so yep, I'm so completely make, silent doing this. Make no fucking noise. You guys... Actually, I guess you guys wouldn't see him because you're, you are use Cloak of the Unseen, so, like... No, I failed that, remember? No. Ra- oh. Failing the Rouse check okay. doesn't mean that it failed. It just means that you get hungrier. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The cost is you have to make it, not... That you I have to succeed at. I read that wrong. Okay. So, yeah. I am just spidering up this fucking building. Unless <laughs> it says successful rouse check, the text might uh, demand that it be let successful. Me double check that real quick. I'm not going to worry about it too much right now. It just says one rouse check. So yeah, it does, okay. so it doesn't have to be successful. All right. I don't think that the rouse checks need to be successful until you get to like the really high level stuff because it makes sense that way. So yeah, I hit the top of the building with no trouble. Mm -hmm. I'm going to find an open window or a door or something. I just slip in quietly and unseen and just take in what do I see before me? 
you see a fucking shithole and it smells like somebody's brewing drugs and it also smells like someone's pissed in the corner, probably shat in the corner. You see some rats running around uh, and you just see this one guy. He's like sitting in the corner and he's just got this vial that he's like regarding fondly and it's filled with a dark red liquid and uh, he's, it looks like he's very much contemplating just popping that open and just chugging it but um vampires kind of know when uh, when another that was vampire next is question a, yes yeah uh, vampires kind of know when another vampire is a vampire and no no this guy doesn't seem like a vampire he just seems like he's just fucking high as kite at high as a kite fondly regarding blood okay do we give a shit about getting like evidence that they were doing this shit or is this like nobody fucking cares we're killing all evidence of them anyway. has already been obtained okay so I am just going to slip up behind this dude, mm-hmm. and I want to just snap his neck. All right. Uh, so go ahead and roll me. It's it's going to be pretty easy. Uh, the, yeah. Go ahead and roll me strength plus brawl, and it's a difficulty one because he's a fucking high as a kite mortal. Yeah. Well, he's super <laughs> dead. <laughs> he is fucking. Like, you go. I turn his head all the way around and I look at him, and he has a moment to be surprised before he dies. No, no, basically, you go to break his neck, and like, you just pull harder than usual, and his entire head comes off. Gross. Yeah, and blood just sort of, just sort of starts spraying everywhere. Uh, and man, you're real hungry. That blood's smelling real good. I need you to roll me a composure check. All right. Where is composure? I think composure is. Hold on, I I forget how composure. I thought it was just a specific composure thing. Composure is a social it, stat. It's a stat. Oh yeah, so roll him. Oh okay, there it is. Yeah, yeah, roll me. Um, composure was. I mean, you can just have him roll straight composure. Yeah, just roll straight composure. Okay. Zero successes. Zero successes. So that means I think you enter a one hunger success. One, does that mean anything? One hunger success. Yeah, that counts uh, as oh, a yeah, success. That's, that's, that counts as a success. Yeah, it's not special because it's not a critical success. But yeah, so yeah, you managed to um, hold yourself together from just like going to town, slurping up blood on that's been on the dirty ground. I can grab one after the job is done, or you can grab one during the job. Also fair. All right, so let's go to All somebody right. else. Who wants to go next? Wasn't the whole point that I was going to drive them towards the people? I mean, yeah, but I want to know who's going to be at the front and who's going to be at the... Uh... Oh, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. So who's at the front door? Who's at the back door? I'll take the front door, I guess. Thank you for saying that. I wanted to take the back door, but I didn't want to impose. No. I'm just going to stand out here and convince them to go back inside. All right, so we've got our plan of attack. All right, so Core, as you start going down, uh, it's you're on the middle floor here because it's a three-story, it's a three-story building. And I'm bringing the head with me. I have an idea. Okay, sure. Why not? I'm taking the head with me, extremely Roxanne Core. <laughs> So you start working your way down and you see 
a couple other guys. Um, definitely one of them, when you look at him, is eighth in blood. It's one of those animalistic instinct things that uh, used to have mechanics attached to it, and now just not anymore because it wasn't fun. Yeah, and uh, they're they're at this table, and it's got a bunch of like glass beakers and like there's small small fires not enough to have the beast inside you go oh shit oh shit get away but definitely enough for it to go "Mm, maybe stay away from that please all right and they are like boiling something and then like the thin blood walks over to it and just like takes a small knife and just like cuts into his palm and starts squeezing the blood into these beakers and then like some other guys like adding pencil shavings into it pencil shavings yeah there's it's 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 weird alchemy shit that they're doing okay like carbon and wood is really common oh oh whatever so it's just like one ghoul and one thin blood or what are we looking it, at? it might not even be a ghoul it just might be a guy who's like yeah vampires exist and i'm just helping them make weird fucked up blood drugs <laughs> Alright, well, I only needed stealth to get in undetected. The whole plan was to, once I get in there, just start tearing shit up and drive them to the exits. So, what I want to do is I want to leap over the railing and just, if I can, slam through, like, a table just for a, just for effect. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll let you, I'll just let you do that. In fact, uh, Go ahead and roll me manipulation plus intimidation, but at a plus one. No, actually, most most benefits are plus two. So intimidation. Yep. There's the second attribute. Uh, it's a down skill. in skills. Yeah, if you go down to still skills, you can click intimidation and then. Um, oh, okay, so add, I have to yep. roll through intimidation and then add. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, sense. And, add your, and then add um, plus two huh. dice. Shockingly, I have no intimidation. Really? I don't know why I didn't take that. Jake, you look ridiculous. Where did you even get that suit? Instead, you took etiquette. Yeah. I mean, it kind of makes sense. You're a sneaky, sneaky assassin. You're not trying to scare people. You're just trying to get within arm's reach of them unnoticed and end their fucking lives. Yeah, that was probably my line of thought. Also, before I roll this, I actually have a continuation on the plan. Okay. Like, the jumping through the table is just the start of it. See, what I want to do is I want to take the, um, let's call him the alchemist's head. I don't want to throw it at the other human's head hard enough to destroy his head. <laughs> go, okay. So, uh, go ahead and roll me, I guess, strength and melee. Alright, is this is instead of the intimidation? Yeah, instead of the intimidation. So go ahead and roll strength and melee at, uh, at... I guess this technically counts as a melee weapon? Yeah, I guess. I'm not going to say firearms, and that's the only other ranged thing. It's not a firearm. All right. Strength and myth. And are we still doing a plus one or no? Uh, give yourself a plus one, not the not a full plus two, because that's okay. just because this is. Oh, you got a messy critical. OK, 
Uh, give me a second to... So, when you roll a critical success on the hunger dice, bad things happen along with the good things. Uh, give me a second to look up meat. Yeah, uh, two of seven. So, messy critical. Uh, the character gains one or more stains for their monstrous action. The character breaches masquerade. Uh, they lose a dot in a, from an advantage. It's it's based on the story thing, so these are just examples. By the way, we did settle on Chronicle Tenets. So yes, yes. You um, can invoke that. What were those? Because I don't think any of them apply. Yeah, not right now. Um, the Chronicle Tenets... Well, one of them is kill only in self-defense, but... Either either yours or the Masquerade's, and this is technically a ki- killing in the Masquerade's defense. It's kill only in self-defense, either yours or the Masquerade's. Always keep your word. Find the truth in everything. Hmm. So, I would say that, yeah, you managed to throw this guy's head into the other guy's head. It's not going to kill him, though. So, like, it, it's going to hurt. It's going to sting. But uh, due to this also, messy, you know, that's like demoralizing. Yeah, but also, um, what you didn't notice was there was another guy who's just in the room, and because he knows that vampires are a thing and what can stop them, he has a shotgun and he's gonna lift it up and fire at you. And I don't have stats for these guys, so I'm just going to real quick determine that he has two dots in dexterity and. One dot and firearms, so 3d10. You got two successes. So, go ahead and roll me. Well, actually, if he hit you, then, um, shotguns. I'm just gonna, excuse me, I'd like to just fly off the seat of my pants here. So, uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna make up some numbers for this real quick. I, I apologize to 73, the people. 73, 96. <laughs> That's number wang. 110 damage. <laughs> I apologize to the people who know Vampire the Masquerade numbers or World of Darkness numbers and are yelling at me for not knowing exactly how much damage a shotgun does offhand. But we're going to say it normally does three aggravated damage, which one, you turn into uh, non-aggravated damage, and two, you only take half. So one non-aggravated damage. So you can just, just turn one of your health from a red to a slash. Okay. Not X slash, I think. Well, maybe X. It's, yeah, there we go. All right, yep. All right, so X slash? Uh, eh, so one X, X slash, which, either way, either one. All right, so yeah, uh, he just he just fucking shoots you, and the thin ball goes, oh, fuck, oh shit, man! And he just, he starts bolting for it. I mean, that was the intended effect, so yep, mission I mean, you accomplished. Got, you got the successes. Just because one was a messy critical doesn't. Just because it was a messy success doesn't mean it wasn't a success. Like most of them run, except the guy with the shotgun feeling like king of shit mountain because he has a shotgun. He's also probably high on vampire blood. He's gonna feel pretty shitty after I eat him. Yeah, probably. But to give other people things to do, real quick, the other two, you hear a commotion start, and there you hear people inside running, and one of them's like, "Get out of here, man! Come on! Get out of here, man!" So, when one gets to the back door and opens it, uh, they they see Jonathan. Uh, Colin, I've found the shotgun numbers. Oh, really? Damage value is four. 
Damage value four, so take two uh, subdual harm then, or non-aggravated or whatever, whatever the fucking nomenclature for it is. So I just lose a health pip entirely or what? Add the weapon's damage rating to the margin on the winning attack roll for the total damage inflicted. Okay, so it's six, so total is three. Uh, no, you don't. Basically, the way it works is that your health starts out as non-aggravated, and then once you're out of non-aggravated health, then you start taking actual damage. So I, lo- I have one crossed out health. You have, so you should have three crossed out. Oh, three crossed out. Yeah, you should have three because uh, they got two successes and... Um, so the margin is one because they need oh, one yeah. to succeed. Right, so then they would be five. And That's a total of five. Then and one drops off immediately, you said? No, it's um, it's whatever damage you guys take, you divide it in half unless it's coming from like sunlight or fire. Because that's just how vampires okay. be. Alright, so, so the shotgun does three damage. Total so shotgun, what? Yeah, total. Five over two. Five over two, which you round up. It's three. Alright, and I take half of that or No, no, it's that's That's already ha- half. That's already halved. Okay. Yep. Alright, so total your total harm is three. Alright. Alright, so Jonathan. Uh, somebody opens up a door and it's just a normal guy who looks like he's running from his life from a guy. He's, he's got a bruise on his head as if somebody threw something very heavy at his head. Mm-hmm. It's just the one guy. It's, it's just the one guy, but there's some guys uh, behind him that you can hear coming. Is this guy one of the Thin Bloods? No. Okay. So... I'm a little more worried about the Thin Bloods than I am just some guy. Just some guy probably isn't going to be able to get any farther, especially given we have a hyper assassin playing cleanup. Right. So I am currently not moving, not breathing, not anything. I have Cloak of Shadows engaged. Okay, yeah, and that's just free. You don't need to rouse for that. Yeah. All right, so he just runs right past you, and then and then shortly after, you hear a scream, and then when you look behind you, you... It's kind of hard to see a little bit, because, but, uh, but he does have to drop it. You just see Stank Eye just, like, ripping into this guy's throat, and he, this guy looks like he's being fucking drained ultra fast. Like, super fast. Like, this is a disgusting amount of fast, and there's, like, blood flying everywhere. And, not cord. Stink Eye has the power of... It's it's a potent thing. Um, brutal Feed. So he's using Brutal Feed on this guy to just, like, fucking completely drain him. And this guy goes down like a sucker, and, uh... Sucker. <laughs> sucker. No, no, he's the sucker. Yeah, and uh, and Stankai looks pretty happy and pretty full, but he's going to do another rouse check to try and go back into... Well, he get, immediately gets that hunger back. Rip. All right. So, uh, in that case... Wait, do you have to make a rouse check after feeding? 
No, you don't have to make a rest check after feeding. He's just trying to use um, he's just trying to use a power Stealth. again. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, he's just using unseen passage again. All right. So then, uh, at that point, the front door, it, it's boarded up, but uh, it appears that it wasn't really boarded up that well because one guy just like rips it off its uh, supports and throws it away and comes face to face with the Malkavian. So Salem, what do you do? This guy, uh, it is one of the, it is one of the thin bloods. Bummer. This will be slightly harder. <laughs> I'm gonna use one of my disciplines. Okay. I'm gonna use compel. Which I believe is a dominate power. Yes. Um, I will read it off for you real quick. Okay. Okay, compel. With eye contact, the vampire can issue the victim a single action. Command no longer than a short sentence to be obeyed to the letter. It must be possible to complete the action in a single turn. The storyteller decides whether to interpret the ambiguous commands in an unexpected or unfaithful way. Alternatively, the command simply confuses the victim and fails. It's basically just, I get to use charisma plus my dots and dominate to roll. Okay, and he's got to make a, um, I believe, a... Intelligence plus resolve. Intelligence plus resolve. I have not really 100% stabbed these guys out yet, but... Uh... No roll was required against an unprepared mortal victim, commanding or resisting uh, or another vampire requires a contest of charisma plus dominate versus intelligence plus resolve. Okay. Yeah. All right, so go ahead and roll your thing. That actually should have another die on it, but um, that's two successes. Okay. And uh, just let me roll. Well, this guy only got one success. That's, that's my extra die from Dominate. Okay. So that's three successes in total, I believe. Colin, what's the success range, just to refresh us? Six through ten. And if you, you roll two tens, that counts as four successes. Got it. Yep. So... You get three successes to his one success. However, he's going to spend a willpower to re-roll three of those. Because that's the thing you can do. You can spend willpower to re-roll up to three dice. Oh, so that's a tie now. Frustrating. Yep. No, it's a win in... Because six counts, right? Oh, yeah, that is a win. Fuck. That's three successful rolls plus the one he had earlier makes four versus Salem's total three. Yup. So, uh, so what do you say to him? Because I want to, I want to role play this out. I was just gonna tell him to go back inside. Fuck that, man! Did you see what that? What's in there, man? Did you see what's in there? There's a fucking guy ripping the head, and he just tries. He's gonna try uh push his way past you. What do you do? <sighs> well, it's a little loud. We are in Englewood. <laughs> yeah, 100%. If you shoot a gun here, nobody, no cops are going to come. I'm going to shoot him. Okay, go ahead and roll me uh, dexterity plus firearms. Darn, not uh, charisma plus firearms? No. Like a really charismatic no, gun? No, I don't, I don't think you can talk the bullets into being shot better. But I, but I bedazzled my gun and everything. I know I'm the fucking worst storyteller ever, but you did just get two successes. So, yeah, you shoot him. What's your, what kind of gun do you have? I imagine that. Okay, where actually are like weapons listed in okay. here? So, 
Physical combat starts on page 300. The weapons stats are on page 304. Ah, here we are. So I believe this is a medium gunshot, nine millimeter pistol. Yeah. Then that is plus three damage value. So add the weapons damage rating to the margin on the winning attack roll for the total damage inflicted. Oh, yeah, because combat's supposed to be a contest. So like when you shoot somebody, they get a chance to dodge. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. So uh... which is, I think, dexterity plus something. I just read it a second. I think it would be athletics because or hmm. I would say athletics. So they're not going to have any dots in athletics. They're just going to have dots and dexterity. You can figure it out. I'm going to look it up for my own sake. Okay. Well, they get two successes, but I mean, I think that's still so, a hit. I think that's still a hit. That's, it's a hit. It's just the margin is zero. So the total damage dealt is three. Yep. So they take two non-aggravated damage. And I'm, I'm only keeping track of the damage for the Thin Bloods. I'm not going to keep track of damage for the Mortals. The Mortals are going to go down fucking easy as shit. Actually, since he's a Thin Blood, he takes aggravated damage. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So I thought that Thin Bloods... I shot him like a fucking... Uh, with a gun, and he takes three aggravated damage from being shot. Okay. Most thin bloods sustain damage like mortals, but and like vampires. In game terms, they take aggravated damage not only from fire, but also from slashing and piercing weapons. Impalement with a stake does not paralyze them, but instead causes them massive, massive physical trauma, likely sending them into torpor. All right, so yeah, you peg him in the shoulder, and he just he falls down. He's like, ah, fuck! Ah, I'm the shoulder. What the fuck you doing? Core, you're up. You've got them. Running scared. Alright, shotgun asshole still right there. Yeah, as far as well, as far as you can tell, two mortals are dead out of seven. Uh shotgun asshole's right there in front of you, he's feeling like a big damn hero because he's shooting a vampire. Oh, let's see how long that lasts. Hmm. Alright. So what do you want to do? Basically I wanna charge him and I'm going to just grab his arms and snap them. Okay. Go ahead and roll me strength plus brawl and I'm gonna roll I'm gonna roll him dexterity plus athletics which is to say probably only two dice to try and avoid this well he's super fucked oh Jesus oh my god so for the folks at home that's four normal successes and two hunger successes one of which is a crit yeah, yeah, that's a messy Both? critical. There's a messy critical and a normal critical. But I'm, I'm willing to rule that the normal critical is going to roll, cancel out the messy critical. I'm just going to say that right now, just because of how fucking... All right, so yeah. He, like, tries to line up a shot, but I'm already on top of him. And I just grab his arms and just, like, snap them like chicken wings or something. Yep, bone is poking out through the skin, and he screamed out in a hell of a lot of pain. He's still alive if you just want to... Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I am chomping down on the neck now. Okay, so I believe humans have up to, like, you can take up to two pips safely before they start feeling bad, and you, and oh, they're I really, five I don't want to hurt this poor fellow. I drink the four, I drink him. He is a Capri Sun, and I slurp him up. <laughs> you know, I was 
trying to avoid Capri Sun analogies earlier, but yeah, there you go. Go ahead and get rid of all your hunger. Delicious. Alright, so yeah, you slurp him up like a Capri Sun. That's gonna take a little while. So while that's happening, uh, we're back down to Jonathan. Jonathan, a couple other people start coming up at you, um, and you do spot the third Thin Blood. Okay. So, I'm still not moving. Okay. But I'm positioned in a way that these people are highly likely to run past me. Yes. So, when the Thin Blood gets nice and close, I'm going to reach out and grab them, probably just by the sleeve, and turn the momentum of their run into a spin and try and just pin them to the ground. All right. I need you to roll me strength plus brawl. Or were you trying to go with dexterity? That. Uh, my strength and dex are the same. Then strength. Number. Two successes. Two successes, and he gets a chance to... I'm going to roll 3d10, 2 in strength, and 1 in brawl. Uh, well, he gets three, three. successes. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So you can spend a willpower to re-roll up to three dice. Uh, unfortunately, that would only get me one more die. You can re-roll hunger dice, I believe. Uh, so it would be two. And willpower is a lot easier to come to regain than, like, health and stuff. Tell me how I do it. Um, do you just spend a willpower and then just roll... Well, no. How do you get willpower back? Oh, um, I believe it just happens, like, over the course of time. Like, I believe you get, like, at least one back every night, if not more. Um, but there's also other stuff that you can do to get it back, which I'm not quite sure. I would have to look that up. But, uh, essentially, in between sessions, I'm gonna just say in between sessions, you'll have enough time to get it all back if you spend... If you spend it willy-nilly. All right, well, I'll... Sure, I'll spend one. Now, willpower also has the color slash X blank. Right. Make it a slash. Okay. So I will re-roll. Now, you don't want to spend it too much because sometimes you have to roll for... You have to roll willpower, and if it's... If it's slashed uh, well, like that, then it doesn't... That is a success. That is a success. Of the two that so, I've re-rolled, that comes out to a tie. It happens to a, to a tie. Since I like my players doing cool things, I'm going to say that ties are... How about this? Until I figure out exactly what the rules, ties go to in favor of the person doing the active thing rather than the defensive thing. Okay. Okay, so you succeed. You pinned him to the ground. All right. So I've got one hand, like, on his shoulder, and I'm going to take my other hand and just put it over his mouth and then just sort of lean and be like, dude, you're already dead. Just, like, tell me what's up. Hmm. Go ahead and roll me charisma 
plus persuasion. All right. Three successes, one of which is a crit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that that was a difficulty thing that you had to pass. And he looks at you and his eyes basically say, I will tell you after you uncover my mouth. I do. He goes, we're just following orders. We're just, we're just fucking following orders. We were just told, we were told to do this and we're just, look, I, I don't know why, why you guys are here killing us. We were just doing what we were told. Look, apparently you're all just a bunch of masquerade breaches. Who told you to do what? I'll tell you if I live. I will do my best. Just don't fight me, all right? Uh, he nods as you hear Stank Eye ripping people open behind you. Yeah, I just sort of like tilt my head back in that direction. I don't look. I keep. I maintain eye contact with the guy <laughs> I've got pinned, and I say, <laughs> "If you fight me, that's what happens to you." I'm I'm the only one in here who's going to help you out here. So let's just be cool. Tell me what you know. Maybe we can get you out of here. All right. He will nod back to Salem. Salem, uh, you've got a thin blood who's on the sidewalk, bleeding, clutching his shoulder. And you've got a couple mortals trying to uh, trying to get through the door. What do you do? Uh, the thin blood's laying on the ground. And there's a couple mortals, you say? Yeah, there's a couple of them coming up. Hmm. I will say exactly two, because there's five. Uh, I'll say that two more mortals got past Jonathan and have subsequently been murdered by Stankai. Oh, I know the perfect thing to do. There's three left now. So two of them are there. Yes. Uh, I'm going to do compel again. Okay. Hey, this time it just fucking works. Yeah, yeah, it, it does they're mortals. I look to one of them. I look him straight in the eyes and I just say, stop him. And I point at the other mortal. He looks at you and then he turns around. He just starts punching the other guy. He's like, what the fuck, man? Stop him. Stop him. He just like starts punching him down. Like because the sucker punch happened, like he just he's on the floor. Now this guy's just like kicking him, just like trying to get him to stop moving. Because I mean, not that you were very specific with uh, what you said, but, like, I mean, he's stopping him. Look, I just need them to be kept busy while I deal with some other things. Yep, and speaking of some other things, he's currently crawling away. Hmm, what to do with you? Oh, I really don't want to deal with this. I shoot him. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll me a dexterity plus firearms at a plus at plus two dice. And I'm going to roll his. You know what? Uh, at this, I fucking my mouse double clicked again. So oh. I'll just roll 2d10. That's two successes. And like he does, there's not enough dice in the world. That's just enough. You cap him in the head and he is he has embraced final death because he had exactly four hit points left with those two successes and that plus three to your damage. It is zero health. Sorry, buddy. So when you kill him, his body starts like sort of decomposing at a rapid rate. It just turns really pale and a bit thinner, but he hasn't been dead long enough for like 
the whole, you know, rapid, like, turn turn directly into a skeleton thing. He's just a little more skinny than usual. Oh, that's weird. Okay. All right. So, uh, Thin Blood 2 has been taken care of. Thin Blood 1 is oddly absent. So, we will go back to Core. Core, you're up. Awesome. Have I finished draining this fool? Yeah, 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 you ate pretty well. Nice. I know people are being like, it's supposed to take five turns to completely drain a human. We're playing Lucy Goosey. It's it's fine. It's fun. I thought we were playing Vampire the Masquerade. Hmm. Hmm. I apologize. I regretted that joke immediately after I said it. I regretted hearing it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right, so if I'm reading this right... I don't have to actually make a rouse check to maiden damage, but if I fail, it'll add a hunger point. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to do that. Okay. Uh, scroll down. Rouse check. Nope. So I add on a hunger point. Yep, you're hungry again. Well, I, I'm, I add one hunger point, but I also heal one mm-hmm. superficial damage, according to my blood potency. Yes. All right. And then you hear some sounds going on downstairs. Yeah, I was about to say. So I can hear some shit going on. As far as I know, I saw one thin blood run. Presumably he's yes. been caught at one of the gates. So that's not a problem. I don't know where the two other thin bloods are. So I would like to try to find them in the house. All right. Go ahead and roll me. What? What do you do? I want to have you do um, wits plus investigation. All right. Yeah, you can. Um, you see one thin blood, and he is currently spreading gasoline everywhere. All right. So I did make uh, a lot of noise earlier, so I'm assuming that just cancelled Unseen Passage. Yeah. Alright, so, um, I am just gonna reactivate, well, that Silence of Death, because that's free to activate. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to try to sneak up on the Thin Blood. Alright. Are you, you're using your, your normal regular old stealth. Oh, regular old stealth and, uh, dexterity plus stealth. And I'll roll against his wit plus, uh, probably awareness, so I'll give him five in that. Oh, messy critical. Good luck. I got five successes. Uh, He got three successes. But, yeah, uh, since it's a messy critical, hmm, you're you're hungry. You're really hungry. And right now, the beast doesn't, isn't really all that picky. I literally just ate. Yeah, but you're still hungry. You you literally just got a hunger point back. And the beast uh, is not picky about who you eat. So it's really hungry. And whatever you wanted to do, the beast is basically saying, eat him. Eat him. I need you to roll me willpower. Okay. Just press the willpower button. Just will press the willpower button. No modifier. Yeah, yeah, you, that beast that you is telling me to eat him, you're like, no, 
no man, I have a plan. And it's like a plan? Yeah, plan. Okay, yeah. Plan. Got it. And now you may do what you're going to do to this poor sucker as he's spreading gasoline. Okay. I just want to be sure of something before I do this. Thin bloods mm -hmm. don't have like the super durability of normal vampires, right? Correct. Okay. So I've snuck up on him and mm -hmm. not eaten him. Correct. So what I want to do is grab him, just like grab him by the torso and just be like, whoa there, that's a fire hazard. We better exit the building. And then I want to throw him as hard as I can out of one of the boarded up windows. <laughs> Go ahead and roll me strength plus brawl. And I'm not even going to give him a defense roll because of how you're doing this. It's just, it works. It just fucking whatever works. Oh, that's five successes. That's five successes. And you throw him out the window and he is, I'm going to rule that's like a fucking one damage because it's, it's, it's not a gun. So I'm going to just take one health off of him. Oh, hold on. Actually, I got, let me double check something. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Yeah. So it's one damage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's normally one damage. And then you got four successes over it. So he, land, he just gets torn to shreds as he's fucking thrown out the window. And he's like laying there like bleeding out. And he's like, fuck, ah, why, oh. And then you actually see Stank Eye walk up and he says, pick the wrong town to break masquerading, kid, sorry. And just reaches in and just shoves his claws into the, this kid's chest and rips out what passes for his heart. And that's the third dead blood down. And I'm just going to fucking say, you know what? The rest of the mortals die. They just see that and die. <laughs> Those two like, well, dudes like beat quit. each other to death. That's tragic. Mortals have left the game. At that point, the mortal that is just a cleanup, mortals are fucking nothing compared to you. They're dead. I'm not gonna make this go any further. However, afterwards, uh, Jonathan, what are you doing with your with your thin blood charge? Well, I mean, I don't have a means to tie him up, but I figure he's got enough sense in his head to know that if he tries to run, that stank eye will fucking disembowel him for shits and giggles. So he's probably not going anywhere. So I'm just sitting in the backyard with him, just kind of keeping an eye on him. I've gotten off of him. Okay. So yeah, he he's not running. And then Stankai comes around, he's like, uh, just wiping some blood off of his uh, mouth and then with his hand, and then he licks the back of his hand and he goes, Well, the rest of the mortals have been taken care of, and I'm sorry. Why is that one still alive? Because apparently all of these breaches were ordered by someone and he's willing to trade information on who that someone is for his life. 
And I presume, Master Stankai, that you would like to prevent this from repeating elsewhere. He really looks like he just wants to gut this fucker, but then he remembers he's technically not a scourge. He's like, uh, fine. Whatever. Wait, but when you say this fucker, do you mean the Thin Blood or Jonathan? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Fair. <laughs> uh, he goes, fine. Whatever. Let's take him back to Elysium. And the guy's like, Elysium? Oh, oh man, that means I won't be killed there, right? And Stenkai just looks at him and just starts grinning. And then just keeps walking to the car. He takes oh. two psychic damage from a Nosferatu grin. <laughs> Look, man, literally all of us exist at the whims of those more powerful. That's as true for me as it is for you. Just do your best and I'm gonna try and get you out of here, all right? All right, okay. Jesus fucking Christ. Ah, oh, everything's gone to shit since I died. Ah, oh, it sucks. Hey, boss. Seems like you had a good meal, too. Ah, <laughs> uh, I ate good tonight. Ah, uh, one of them got the jump on me with a shotgun. I feel Ooh. Like, yeah. Getting rusty there, cutie. Ah, uh, I was really excited to try to throw a skull through another skull, and I... That is 100% fair actually. I don't get to do the, you know, flashy brute force things most of the time. I just, I got a little sloppy. That's on me. <laughs> Hate the guy, St- though. Stankai is not horny. Stankai calls him cutie ironically. It could be both. No, it is Wait, not. No. Okay. <laughs> it is 100% not. Oh. Okay, um, but what if I want no. to be? <laughs> Snake Eye may or not be related, may or may not be related to me. But, but, well, by vampire. Yeah. Bonding. Vampire related. That's it's the closest the... you get to actual family. Yeah. Look, look, you're literally related by blood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. You're right. Anyway, so you guys take the uh, the car ride back to Elysium. It's a bit quieter. You just like this... stuff the dude in the trunk or something. No, no, he's back there with you, and he's just like so, he's just like sort of sitting real nervous, mostly because Stenkai's t- sitting there staring at him the entire time. Like, I wonder what this guy tastes like. I also want to stare. <laughs> I'm gonna just look at him. And be Why? like, hey. Why is everyone looking at me? Yeah? Do you want me to help you chill out a little bit? Uh I I don't I don't know, man. Like, I don't think I I don't think I, you can, because like there's there's two guys here. They're looking at me like I'm a piece of meat. Alright, wait, hold on, is Salem is Salem holding? Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Do vampires do drugs? Other than I mean, blood? We literally just busted up a drug, drug ring. Okay, yeah, that's, that's thin bloods. I figure that the way that it works for vampires, because their bodies can't, like, process food or chemicals, is that they have to drink from somebody who has taken those drugs. Correct. There is actually a flaw that has that. 
then that's exactly yeah. how it works. You have to get the person high and then drink their blood and then you will get that high. Yeah. Look, all I'm doing is I'm asking for this dude's permission to compel him to chill the fuck out. <laughs> I figured that's where we were at. Uh, like, I, I, I don't know, like, fuck, I guess, I guess. It's a yes or no question, man. Uh... I'm not gonna fucking kill you. Personally, I do it. Yes. All right. And then he will let this happen. There's not gonna be a, a contested roll this time. I'm just gonna fucking grab him by the head, look him in the eyes, and tell him to chill the fuck out. He chills the fuck out. I will hold this poor dude's hand during the car, car ride over. All right. And then uh, you guys arrive at Elysium, which once again is the auditorium theater. And there's a couple different primogens there this time. You actually see two men who are dressed fairly well. One has a full beard and sort of like, you know, windswept hair. Another one is is also extremely well dressed, uh, but this time he's bald and he is like a three-piece suit going on, and they're talking with each other like like they're actually kind of friends. Virginio's still here as well, and uh, he looks up at you, and he goes, I thought your orders were to kill them all. They were. However, and I apologize if this was presumptuous of me, but apparently these people were acting under orders, and I assumed that it would be good for all of Camarilla's society if we prevented these orders from being given again. So this one is still alive to tell us who did it. Rick Ward, the Ventru Primogen ghost, is actually makes a lot of sense. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so who did it? And the Thimbla goes, okay, well, like, I, I never actually saw them, and Gary Olsen goes, and why is he still alive? Fucking kill the masquerade breacher. He's like, whoa, 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 man, whoa, man, like, I just, I, fuck, man, I just, like, I, I never saw them, but, like, I, I got my orders from, from them, and, like, through, how did you get these orders? I, I was supposed to, like, go to a bar every Wednesday, and, like, if the bar t- keep there gave me, like, a piece of paper, then I was supposed to just do what they did, and if not, I just, I just got, like, fucking free meals, I guess, man. I, just, I didn't want any of this help. I, I, I give his hand a squeeze, and I say to him, breathe, breathe. You're not going to help your case if you panic. We don't breathe. He's thin blood. He might breathe. I breathe a little bit. Yeah. That's a hobby. Also, I'm still enough of a person that I think to tell somebody to breathe in order to make them calm down. So I'm telling him, breathe. You're not going to help your case if you panic. Calm down. Just do your best. Tell us what's going on. it, It was... It was in McKinley Park. Uh, fucking, it wasn't that 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 girls' bar that you know that that one girl. 
I believe you mean the Bruja Primogen. Yeah, her. It, was, it wasn't her bar. It was, um... God. Uh... God, it's... It's from a converted church, and, um... Gary Olsen goes, Oh, I know that one. It doesn't really have a name. It's just a church that has been converted into some sort of nightclub. Now, are you the only one who's receiving these orders, or is it anybody who is in your group? It was it was any of the thin bloods. Like a lot a lot of the, the other guys, they didn't they knew we were like, you know vampire kindred. The term is kindred. Yeah, okay. They knew, they knew we were kindred, but like they they didn't go there to get the orders. It was only us. Okay. Colin, what day of the week is it? It is Saturday. So Wednesday would be the 12th. And this is every Wednesday that you're getting orders? Yeah, it's every Wednesday. Okay, so... It seems to me that if we want to find out who's behind this, then this coming Wednesday, we have you... just proceed as normal, find out what your orders would be. Meanwhile, we have some people check the church out see who comes and goes that look like they might be handing off a slip of paper alright okay congratulations you get to live until at least Wednesday hey, that's great to hear Salem pats him on the shoulder very solemnly it is Wednesday my dude <laughs> 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 Until then, you will be under our direct supervision. I have enough faculties to accommodate you, as well as keep an eye on you in case you try to do anything stupid. Mm, I'm not going to do anything stupid, sir. That's good to hear. You already have. Now then, the three of you, and he gestures towards you three. Do with the rest of the night as you wish. You do have a few hours before sunrise. Would you like us to return Wednesday? I don't believe that will be necessary. I believe you can just go... I believe you can just come pick up our young man here and be on your way directly. You don't have to come back here. Very good. Well... Oh. Hey. Dude, what's your name? Uh, thin blood guy. Uh. Okay, hold on a second. Oh no, you've invoked Colin's greatest weakness. <laughs> <laughs> he fought. Help, please. You can just say, he tells Salem his name, and then that name can be in play next week. Nope, nope. Uh, he goes, my name's Luke. Luke. All right. Yeah. All right, man. Listen, Luke. My friend Johnny here, he has got the biggest heart. He'll get you through this. I mean, it's not really my business, but just chill. Of course, he's like genuinely confused why they're showing the thin blood kindness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gary, Gary and uh, Rick are kind of looking at each other like, what the fuck, man? They're talking to the thin blood like he's people. Well, he's not people. 
None I mean, of them are. None of you are people. He's talking to the thin bolt like he's not people. <laughs> Unpeople. Talking to someone like they're people would be an insult to a vampire. True. How's um? How's Virginia look at this whole display of kindness and understanding and discretion? Because you said Olsen and Ward are looking especially unimpressed. He doesn't seem to have a read one way or another, but you just know that's that's just him. He, in general, just tries to keep things on the down low as much as possible. Kind of an inscrutable motherfucker at this blood wizard. Yep. Inscrutable blood wizard is my new prog rock band. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to put my hand on Luke's shoulder and say, all right, I'm going to see you Wednesday, all right? Stay out of yeah. trouble till then. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to do anything stupid. Kor eh. just shrugs and leaves. Bye, Kor. He does like that wave of goodbye, just not even looking back. <laughs> Alright, man. And then as as he's leaving, uh, Luke sort of jumps and you hear Stank Eye just laughing. We're not funny. <laughs> so, what do y'all do with the rest of your night as this session comes to a close? I mean, I'ma just go home and chill out for a while. Probably do some work because I am employed. Yeah. That is all, of course, assuming that nobody harangues me for other things. Two hours isn't really enough time to do any kind of job. So no, no, no. Some other day that I'm going to come haranguing you for other things. Quartz is going to head home, clean the blood off of him. Just, I don't know, illegally download a movie and watch it or something. <laughs> Came out in 2016. I don't care enough to look. Okay, good. Uh, neither do I. Alright, so what does Salem do? with their night. Oh, you know, just gonna... Just gonna go back to my place. See if I can finish up what I started, you know. My night got taken up by other things. But I like to do my... But I got work to do, and I enjoy my work. All right. And with that, this session comes to a close. So everybody gets two experience points. Yay. Hooray. I love Hooray. experience. What? That's it? That's a tiny number. Yeah, the book says, uh, like, it should be one experience point for finishing a session and then one experience point for, like, finishing major arcs. But if you're running shorter camp sessions, it's like maybe two experience points. It's a slow burn of a game. It assumes, and it, it assumes that you're going to be playing for much longer. So you know what? Fuck it. Three experience points. I don't give a shit. I'm a rebel. The generosity. Wow. I can have a whole dot in something now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Next week, they're probably going to be doing a lot less combat. Hey, I'm good at doing not combat sometimes. 
I got the defenestration out in the first episode. Hooray! Proud of you.